1: Now, from Wichita's most listened to sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. This is Sports Daily with Jacob Albrocht
2: and Tommy Kester. And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Sports Daily. It's Albrocht and Kester here on this Wednesday edition. Glad to be here with you. Jad Chambers in producing things for us, keeping an eye on that KFH hotline for you at 869 1240. Uh, That's the hotline to call into the show. That's the hotline where we bring you guests. That's the hotline where we give things away. We'll give away a little HTO later in the program. Kevin Saul's weekly uh, Wednesday visit has been pushed to Friday. A little scheduling snafu. Uh, So Kevin will join us on Friday, which will actually be cool because it'll come right after a game. It'll be the morning after the Shockers play a road game. We think they are supposed to win. So we'll get into that later in the week. Uh, we have Shrius Lada move to today, though, to fill that spot. We didn't get to Shrius Monday with the Super Bowl talk, so we'll talk a little KU hoops. Uh, that is coming up at the top of the next hour for you. We've got a new uh, idea of what the Royals could be doing in downtown Kansas City. A lot of moving parts here, but we now know what they want to do. We've seen it. We'll get into that a little bit. Tommy, good morning. How are you?
0: I'm good. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Did you get oh, uh, yeah. Did you get the wife something for Valentine's Day?
2: Oh, God no, no. <laughs> uh, we we we're uh, we're Valentine's Scrooges, okay. uh, I guess you could say. Uh, it's Valentine's Day in our house for our mm. kids. Like she got them something, and we you know we played up for them. And no, we haven't we haven't been Valentine's people in. I mean, maybe since we very first started dating, when it feels mm. forced, you know, like we just don't really like some of the holiday like. Valentine's Day meh New Year's meh uh I, I don't know some of the other ones we just we haven't ever really gotten into it now we do more with our kids now like sure. we didn't we've never really been big into Halloween either until we have kids now we love it right but it's all it's all become kids based so no we didn't and it's not like I didn't forget or anything the other funny thing about Valentine's Day is so You know, I I grew up out on a ranch. We ran cattle, but my mom and grandpa on the other side of the family has a family-owned flower shop forever, 60 years now. So Valentine's Day, my entire life has consisted around, like, one of the most miserable work weeks that exists for them. It's brutal. It's terrible, and I've always been in there helping them growing up. So it's never – it's just never been a big thing. You said that. Totally forgot. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day, everybody.
0: Yeah, I uh, I always prided myself on as long as I've been with my wife, I think we've been together for 10 years. I think this is our 10th Valentine's. I always really tried to put effort into it and thought into it and get flowers delivered and all of that for the first time ever this year. And I think it's because I've got a toddler and I've got a baby. I didn't get anything taken care of until yesterday. Usually I've got it planned, you know, a couple of weeks ahead of time. I went to Dylan's yesterday. You know, I, I exchanged, you know, some really pathetic looks with the other guys in the aisles that were looking at cards and flowers the day before Valentine's Day. Um, you know, and, and it is what it is. I mean, that's life. And I told my wife, I was like, look, life is busy. We've got kids now. I've got a busy job. You know, I, I put effort into it. It is what it is. And and happy Valentine's <laughs> Day.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I also just realized because I got the alert from... Uh from hto's text that it's buy one get one free oh, happy valentine's yeah. day everybody it's buy one get one free today uh yeah no it's it, no it, getting a present has not been on my mind i'm really glad my wife got my kids something <laughs> they woke up in their heart dresses and headbands and i'm like oh it's valentine's day and she's doing all the class parties and everything um so there you go Hey, celebrate. Buy flowers, too, by the way. Buy flowers for your loved one on Valentine's Day. That's all I'll I'll contribute. Support your local florist. Don't buy them from the grocery store. Go support your local florist. Um, All right. Tommy, we get the Royals uh, yesterday. Let's start there. So we get these pictures. We have been, I think, rightfully and respectfully critical of some of the things that have gone on here. But, I mean, look, they have backed it up this offseason. They have committed to the product on the field. All the things that we have asked them to do to try to push something like this through, they have done. Yesterday, we got into some of the price tag. The price tag seems crazy to me. Now, after seeing the pictures, if that $2 billion price tag is more about the entire project, because it's pretty intricate, like land acquisition, building a bridge over a highway, like all of that stuff, then okay, that makes a little bit more sense. If it's just for the stadium, that's ridiculous, but if it's for everything that is involved in what they presented yesterday, then it makes a little more sense. And I got to tell you, I mean, it looks amazing. It is a fantastic idea. It does button up and amplify uh, your downtown, which is always important. So I, I'm on board with the plan. Like, I, I'm also not a taxpayer up there. But the, just as far as the way it looks and everything – it will be good for the baseball franchise to do what they're proposing. I don't think there's any question about that. To capitalize on, you know, the momentum. Kansas City is a booming city right now. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes. But like right now is the time as a city for Kansas City to capitalize. And as long as it's going to be in the spotlight, and it is right now, that that all it all makes sense to me if they make it make, you know, civic sense. But it looks great. I mean, it looks incredible. I love the way it looks. Is
0: there a better city, like a city that is having more success in the world of overall sports right now than Kansas City? I'm not sure that there is. You've obviously got the Super Bowl wins for the Chiefs. You've got a new proposed Royal Stadium downtown, Bobby Witt Jr. signing a long-term contract. Oh, and by the way, the World Cup is coming to Kansas City in 2026. You've got all of these different things that are moving right now in that metro. And so it definitely looks like the arrow is pointed upwards for Kansas City. And really, you know, the biggest thing, I know there are a lot of things standing in the way of this stadium getting done for the Royals. The biggest thing is going to be, will the taxpayers Want to add on a sales tax, an additional sales tax? That's going to be, I think, the biggest question mark. So, in is all of there this. an
2: additional, or is it just maintaining the same? I think it's just maintaining it, the same or one, at least extending
0: yeah. it out for you know basically forever. You extend forever what point.
2: already exists, yeah. yeah. So, I'm fairly certain it's just an extension of the already existing sales tax. I think the Chiefs and the Royals, from what I can tell, have committed a lot to some improvements on their end. You know, I, I, look, these things get contentious. But they have to get contentious because you can't just let – you can't just be bullied, right? Not everybody's a baseball fan, but everybody's going to pay for that baseball stadium yeah. in that county. And so, you know, you have to you have to push back a little bit. And it sounds like most people are happy with the appropriate concessions from the teams. And you're right. Like, World Cup, you had the NFL draft. You've got the Chiefs doing what they're doing. It, it's just – I, you, you know, some of the stuff that gets presented in these never live up to expectations. We've experienced that here in Wichita, too. For me that comes with the territory. I guess I'm such a skeptic of it because it almost never works out that it's like, yeah, that you're not going to, like the the economic impact of XYZ from some, you know, trade organization. I'm like, okay, show me how exactly that works. Like what, how, how, are how are, where is that actual dollars here? It's great that you say it's going to generate all this money, but I kind of need to see it a little bit. Like I'm a skeptic, especially now that I've come into the business world, right? I'm skeptical of everything. And so- what you know, a hotel down there. I I I you know I defer to Kansas City to know if one is needed down there. I don't know. I I try to also think of examples of places where I feel like this has worked. I think what, um, you know, it, it sounds like what L A did with SoFi Stadium has been very very successful. They built that themselves though. It sounds like Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. I mean, okay, Vegas might be the best example. Vegas had the infrastructure and the placement for it. Does do you think having an NFL franchise and Allegiant Stadium there on the Strip has amplified the footprint of Las Vegas? Sure. And, and having a hockey arena, yeah. I think there's no question it has. Yep. Right? The n- absolutely no question. I think another example that we could use locally. Do you think Interest Bank Arena has amplified Wichita as a city? I would say yes. There it has. No question. It's one of the. When I moved here, I was like, "What concerts come through here?" Are you kidding me? And then look at the extension then into Old Town and everywhere else and businesses, CarGills moved downtown. Like they absolutely. You know, we're hoping that the baseball stadium does the same thing and that had run into some problems this which is why you have to be so skeptical. And the problems that it's run into are mismanagement problems, not, you know, not problems with the idea so much, but you have to go into these things skeptically, if that's a word, because You can't let people take advantage of the taxpayers. You know, do they ever meet these expectations in dollars and cents? I don't know because I think those are intangible things that can never be proven. So I try to look at this stuff bigger picture. Like, okay, if you commit these dollars, you know that it, A, takes dollars from something else. That's hard to swallow, right? Although if there's a sales tax extension – those are new dollars that are very specifically laid out, right? And, and that does make it easier for me to stomach to say this is a separate thing from the general tax base, right? It's not taking dollars away from anything else. If that sales tax wasn't there, those dollars wouldn't exist. Okay, like I'm, I can I can stomach that a little bit. Um, does it make my city better for everybody? Well, yeah, I mean, it does if if it draws business in, if it draws conventions in, if it adds hotel dollars, if it brings money into the economy and then people, you know, bring something to downtown Kansas City that it then extends out to restaurants and the people that work at those restaurants and then the waiters that work at those restaurants might get more tips. And like I, those snowball things are easy to follow. Right. Like I get that part, too. OK, that's good. Would this amplify Kansas City? From what I can see, yes, it would, right? Like, you know, if the dollars and cents line up, I don't know. But, yeah, it would make Kansas City a cooler place. I don't think there's any question about that. Outdoor concerts, like, all the things you could do there would be awesome. Because, remember, they don't have a football field down there. So, like, outdoor concerts, boom, now you have a, you know, this massive facility where you could bring in and do all these things, too. Arrowhead's not necessarily, like, a concert at Arrowhead's not really helping downtown Kansas City, you know? So, I, I do get all that. I think if they make it work dollars and cents wise, it's it's good. Andrew points out that these always become money pits for the taxpayers. Yep. A lot of stuff in government becomes money pits for taxpayers. So it's like which money pit do you want to you know throw your money down, I guess. And unfortunately, that's the reality we live in. Right. I mean, not a political show, but I think we can all be honest with ourselves. There are a lot of you know money pits when it comes to what our tax dollars are used for. So you just sort of as a voter have to prioritize. Well, what matters to me the most? And we'll see what the voters say. I suspect that they'll vote it in. I suspect that if you tell them nothing changes, we're not asking for any more money, like we're do- nothing changes, then you know it goes. Sales tax things usually to me, by the way, also are far easier to swallow than income tax things. I'd much rather pay a sales tax than an income tax. So that also makes it more attractive to me when it's sales tax based, because then y- y- who it benefits directly foots the bill, right? Like if you're shopping in that area, if you're doing whatever, that specific thing foots the bill. I, I get it. And I got no problem with that. I'd much rather it be at that than them say, we're going to take it out of it like a mill levy and take it out of your property tax or whatever, as ours are going up 15%. Get off my rocking chair for a second. There, but God. <laughs> Sales tax things. I do think generally speaking are better ways to do. Yeah. It. I
0: think that the other thing to keep in mind with all of this is that you've already got an established, Entertainment district that is adjacent to this crossroads district across the highway with power and light and all of that, T Mobile Center, everything right there across the highway that's already in place. You know, I was trying to compare and contrast it to the Riverfront Stadium development here in Wichita. And of course, as we all know, there's not a whole lot around that stadium, but there have been plans to develop it. I mean, ever since riverfront you know was even proposed to be something that could happen to replace Lawrence dumont and we're still having that conversation here in this city about what's going to happen around the ballpark and you know that ballpark is beautiful but there's you know really nothing around it outside of what's immediately to the north and delano so you know that the difference between what's happening here in wichita and what they're proposing in kansas city it is significant because you do have, you know, already that that established entertainment district right across the highway and power and light. The one thing, and you and I were talking about this yesterday, uh, the, the the reporting that these buildings in the crossroad district have not yet been acquired. The land has not yet been acquired, and the negotiations—I don't even know if they've started, or maybe they're in the preliminary talks with these building owners and landowners in the crossroads district. You and I were talking about it off air. If I'm one of those landowners or building owners in the Crossroads District, I'm going to gouge the Royals for every penny I can get from them.
2: Yeah, I don't know who right? owns that stuff. You know, I don't know who owns it. I don't know how much civic pressure that would be. I don't know if eminent domain can come in because of the highway, because of the bridge and like some civic things that would happen with it. I think you got those people will have to be careful. Yeah. Uh, because at any point somebody could come in and say, "Ah, you're out, you know, if it has something to do with, with, with the city's, you know, infrastructure, but I, you know, I, I think that that will get sorted out. I hope that when I hear the price tag, all of that, it like that, that needs to be total price tag, right? Because like we said yesterday, what Kansas city does not need is a $2 billion stadium. It's not necessary. Yankee state. There's never been a baseball stadium that expensive. Kansas city is not the type of city that needs to have the the most expensive baseball stadium. That doesn't make any sense at all. Atlanta did one for almost a quarter of that, right? Like, let's be real here. So, again, if that's the entire project's price tag, okay, fine. If it's just the stadium, that's absolutely asinine and ridiculous and unnecessary, and I would be furious. But I'll bet you it's not. I'll bet you it's the entire project. Um, isn't it nice, too, to be, Tommy, like the the uncle or the older cousin of this here in Wichita and be able to go enjoy that without having to pay for any of it. It's like you pick up kids, you give them a bunch of sugar and then you drop them back (laughs) off to their parents. Yeah. Like we get to go to Kansas city. We'll hang out. We'll do our thing. And then it's like, all right, you guys pay for it. Thanks for all the fun. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Yeah. Keep
0: keep paying Uh, for it for the next 40 years. And we'll just come up and enjoy it when we can.
2: We'll just come up and enjoy it when we want. We'll pay your sales tax. We appreciate it. Thanks for all the fun. Uh, And we're going to go back home where there's no traffic. Yeah, no, it's we we appreciate that up there in Kansas City, everybody. Thanks. Your thoughts on it? Um, we've got uh, some people chiming in. We showed you Andrew's uh, comments there. Uh, two now, Mike and Ken, have mentioned haunted houses. Uh, that's interesting. I don't know. And here's my problem with all this. I don't know anything about Kansas City other than like Kauffman Stadium and, and Arrowhead where I've spent most of my time up there. And a couple of times going down to the Sprint Center, which has been like hotel to arena and back. I don't know anything about any of this, so I don't know if there's haunted houses in the Crossroads District. Uh, I guess haunted houses with a baseball stadium could be a good thing. It's not like the like what are they going to haunt with the Royals, right? You've had like a stretch of good baseball ever. Like yeah. what, you're gonna you're gonna all of a sudden cause them to lose a hundred games.
0: Uh, the the ghost of bad baseball over you know. Basically yeah. thirty years without maybe it'll be know. maybe they'll <laughs> be happy ghosts. Maybe they'll go. be good ghosts.
2: Yeah. Uh, we are optimistic about the Royals. I'll tell you, like in all candidness, I am so fired up to have the what I think the Royals be way more competitive because one, we're the home of the Royals, which matters, right? And two, it makes summer radio way more fun when you can talk about a baseball game. And when the Royals are good. It's it is what you like. It's it's like you watch the game last night. You wake up. You want to talk about the game a little bit. Right. Like I, I cannot wait for that. I, lo- I love the thought of that. And I hope it's awesome next year like we think it will be. Uh, but they have their plan. Boy, it looks good. It looks so cool. I'm I'm hoping that everything can get sorted out politically uh, and all the right things happen to make that responsibly done there because it will be cool. And then you move on to Arrowhead and what happens there. topic for another day, I suppose. But they are tied together. Uh, so we'll see. All right, everybody, that's uh, that's the Royals. So we'll take some calls on that, 869-1240. We've got KU Basketball Talk coming again at the top of the next hour. Um, Want to mention that KFH and Taco Bell have your chance to win a trip for two to the College Hoops Championship Tournament in Kansas City, speaking of. That's March 13th through the 16th to cheer on uh, our Kansas schools there. This trip includes two all-session tournament passes and three-night hotel accommodations to enter. Simply text T as in Tom, B, Big, TB, Big, to this number, 20357. That's TB, Big, to 20357. You want a complimentary breakfast burrito? Just go to kfhradio.com, click on the events page, download the voucher, and then head to any Wichita and surrounding Taco Bell locations that exclude Hutchinson. Uh, Your chance to see the College Hoops Championship Tournament and snag a complimentary breakfast burrito from Taco Bell happens right here on KFH. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Your phone call is welcome. 869-1240. Sports Daily on 97.5 and 1240.
1: KFH, Wichita's number one sports radio. The commercials are over. No, I haven't got all day. 869-1240.
2: Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH.
1: All
2: right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. The Super Bowl is in the books. The parade is... uh, a parade's today at 11 o'clock, yeah. so if you're on your way up to Kansas City right now, we appreciate you tuning in. Are you a parade guy, Tommy? Like- uh,
0: not not necessarily. I don't mind being in parades. I've been in them before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can just sit I there agree. and wave and maybe throw candy, and yeah. that's fine. Um, I've never really been like, go to a parade and, and sit and watch the parade. I, I'm not a big fan of that.
2: Yeah, I don't like watching them really on TV either. Yeah. Um, but like for like the Thanksgiving parade or whatever. Um, I enjoy time when I get to go and be a part of them because you get to say hi to a lot of people. It's kind mm-hmm. of fun. Um, I don't mind local parades going and having fun with it. Again, like everything, we're so lame because my kids get into it yeah. and that makes it fun. Yeah. Right. So we went. I, uh, I like that, but it. We went down to
0: Delano last year for the St. Patrick's Day parade. Uh, oh, which yeah. which was really cool and, and you know they did a really good job and all of that but the weather was not very good it was kind of chilly and, and rainy and our our son was really into it and my wife is really into it and you know I had to put on a happy face for the kid and all of that I was miserable and I did not dress appropriately and I was cold and I was wet and I was ready to go home um you know so' I'm, I'm really not a big parade guy
2: uh did to tell me that you saw I think I sent this to you last night the video
1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45% up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: of Jason Kelsey partying in his luchador mask the yep. night before and an instant hard cut to him the next morning at Disneyland, yep. holding his kids. Fantastic. Yep. That's, that's that hit home. Uh, pretty, pretty hard. Do you see um, the picture
0: of him, I, uh, leaving Vegas? I think he was in the Vegas airport and was walking through the terminal by the slot machines they've got in the airport, and he's wearing a wrinkled T-shirt and flip-flops and... Ju- I mean, looks like look. He looks like everybody. Whoever leaves Vegas, he you know? is
2: all of us. Yeah. That's what has made this so fun for him. I read that he had interviews with like every television network while he was in Vegas. He's gonna be a star. He is. He is all of us. I mean, he really is. Like he is. He's living our lives. He just happens to be a millionaire football player. But that's how we all are, right? No matter how many times, no matter you'll never learn your lesson. You go hard that that one night and then you regret it immediately the next morning. I mean and you just like look at he yep. lives it, he feels it and you know as a fellow luchador mask owner and wearer I really appreciate it. I have one of those. Um so, you know, uh he he's he's hitting home runs here, but as far as the Super Bowl parade goes, those are things and we've got coverage on KWCH and we'll be up there and we got our reporters there like Again, it's like, how do you go to the bathroom or like the ball drop in New Year's? I'm like, God, that just seems like a lot. It seems like a lot to figure it all out. But half a million people are going to do it. And it's wild and crazy. And it'll be, you know, just as big as it ever is, even now times three. I wonder, like, when you ask Patriot, like, I don't think this ever gets old. I, You know, I don't I don't think it ever gets taken for granted by these cities that have this level of success. We point this out all the time. Tom Brady's greatness. It took 10 years to get from three to four for Brady. You know, like it took a long time. It's just we never, when we talk about Brady, remember how young he was when they got their first three because there was a 10-year gap there before he got number four, which is wild to think about. And so all of this brings me to you can't ever take this for granted. We talked a lot with Dan Israel about that yesterday. Like the razor, razor, thin margins that the Chiefs have won all three of their Super Bowls by, and they got crushed in the other one. This could very easily be a Buffalo Bills situation. I mean, it really could be, yeah. but it's not. It's, a, it's the other side of that, right?
0: It, it is, and I think that because they've been able to capitalize on it, And just, you know, knowing what they've built in all of it, I don't think it does ever get old. And in fact, I would even say, at least for me personally, as a longtime Chiefs fan, you know, I would say that this championship probably means the most out of all three in the last five years. And I don't know. I've gone back and forth on that. Uh, I've gone back and forth on whether it was the very first one because everybody had waited so long and. I think everybody you know thought it maybe never would happen for the franchise. That one meant a ton uh, and I remember being, you know, f- pretty emotional about it and and just, you know, thinking about my lifelong Chiefs fandom and growing up a fan and all the players that came before. But there was something about this one that I I, I don't know it, it at least matched the very first one. The one last year against the Eagles that was great. Um but I don't know. I didn't feel quite the emotion that I felt with the first one and the one because, on Sunday.
2: Because of the emotion, you felt the other way all season long. Yeah, I think that's probably right? part like, of it. Yeah, that's got to be a big part of it. The emotional coaster piece of it, I, I don't... You know, and I, you weren't alone among Chiefs fans. I just don't think it would be equivalent to if this year KU was able to win a national championship. It just doesn't feel right now like that's even remotely possible. And while I don't feel the same way about KU that I did the Chiefs throughout the season, there are comparable aspects to that, right? Your Bill Self is your Patrick Mahomes, um, you, you know. You can probably count on a good defense when it matters in the postseason. And can you get a, you know, it's not direct, but but it is interesting to think of it that way, right? Like it feels so unlikely at this point, which is probably rock bottom at the moment for KU, just like there were points where it was rock bottom clearly for the Chiefs to sit there and say, there's no way. I thought there was a way, obviously, with the Chiefs. I'm not sure I feel that way about KU, but but it's that's why. Like if KU were to win it this year, that emotional ride through the postseason would be as good as any for KU fans, I would suspect, because it just feels so unlikely at this moment. And I think at moments for the Chiefs throughout the season, it has felt so unlikely that they would be able to do that. And it I it probably I don't even know if I want to say it's the most unlikely, right? Of of their Super Bowls. Because I don't think that I believe that. If we really looked at it, hell last year was probably more unlikely, right? They had already lost Tyreek Hill. They had to reinvent themselves. The defense was not nearly as good last year as it was this year. And Travis Kelsey was, you know, far more into his prime than he was this year. I so I I don't know, maybe not, but. You know, the first one was probably the most likely, but it took a miracle in that game to win that game. I, I think they're all unlikely just because it's so hard to win a Super Bowl. But, boy, this defense, I don't—we I, don't, I we just are—because of Mahomes, we're never going to appropriately appreciate this defense. It'll never be this good again, I don't think. And it was the reason they won a Super Bowl. I mean, it was. It was a reason they won the games that got them to the Super Bowl. It was the reason they won the dang Super Bowl. There is, you know, if the defense doesn't do what it did every time the offense sputtered in that Super Bowl, that game could have easily gotten away from them. You're talking about an offense that only scored one touchdown and it came because of a muffed punt. Yet you're still able to beat the number one offense in football? I mean, that that Super Bowl was won because of the defense. Now, Mahomes had his two Herculean efforts in those final two drives, certainly not trying to downplay that. But if you ask me why the Chiefs won a Super Bowl against San Francisco a few days ago, it's because of the defense and the special teams. I mean, those are the reasons they won the Super Bowl. Mahomes is the MVP. Offense is going to be anything everybody remembers five years from now, 10 years from now, but Let's take a moment a few days later and point out that it is the defense that is the reason Kansas City won a Super Bowl this year.
0: Yeah, it is. And just what, how locked down they were. Um, I think that we were all waiting, at least I was, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Where, you know, it seemed like every game in the regular season, especially um, early on, it was just this constant reminder that the offense wasn't able to get it done, and that the defense would consistently be put in bad situations that they would have to overcome. And I, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. I kept waiting for, you know, okay, they're a good defense. I remember saying at the beginning of the year, yeah, they're, they're probably going to be a good defense, a pretty good defense, but I'm not sure that they're going to be great. And I kept waiting for that to kind of come back to earth. Because
2: not a lot changed, yeah. right? It's not yep. like they—it's not—they drafted Felix and Udike Uzama. Yeah, I kept. It's not like they had a rookie right. on that defense.
0: I kept waiting for it to come back to earth, and this thought of okay, eventually the defense is not going to be able to bail out the offense. Eventually, this is going to fall apart, and we're going to have to have major, major discussions about what this team looks like in the future. And of course, it wasn't perfect. You know, it never is. But more often than not, by and large, the defense did bail the offense out. Oh, absolutely. and, And especially when it mattered the most, they were able to do that.
2: What's so interesting about what you just said, I don't think we've talked about ever. And it absolutely is something that happened for this team. So at rock bottom and during that stretch, you mentioned that, you know, the defense kept having to bail out the offense. A biggest prob the biggest problem for the Chiefs is that the offense kept screwing the defense, yep. right? And kept putting them in bad positions. When we saw the Chiefs hit their stride, that formula we talked about, right? The the things run the ball, take care of the ball, do these things kick field goals. That that has as much to do with not screwing the defense as it does anything else. Now you're putting your defense in a position to succeed and not fail, right? And that that was the thing I think that clicked for Kansas City is you saw the offense stop putting the defense in in undesirable positions and and all of a sudden that was enough to win games, right? It is enough. If the other team can't score, they can't beat you. Right? I tell my my third grade girls basketball team that all the time. As we struggle on offense, like if the other t- – yeah, I, I get it, girls. We're not getting as many back, But if they don't score, they can't win, right? That that works the exact same as offense. It, it, it works both directions. And I do think the offense really letting the defense do its thing was one of the great coaching things that happened for the Chiefs this year. And that's Andy Reid doing that. Historically, that's re- pretty remarkable because I don't think he's ever done that before where he said, you know what? We're just going to throw everything we've ever done out the window and we're going to play this way now. And they probably won't be able to do that next year either. I think next year's may be tougher to win than this past year's was. We'll have to see. I I think that possibility, I know the general consensus is that, oh, that was the year and next year it's going to be, they'll be even better. I'm not sure I truly believe that because I think some of the holes they've got to fill are massive ones and they may fill them, but you know, that's that's very much up in the air at this point. Let's go to the KFH line hotline. There we've got Bob wants to weigh in on the Chiefs. Bob, welcome into Sports Daily. What's on your mind?
1: Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day, gentlemen. Does Chris you Jones still have the same agent, Jones, brothers? I think, I think he does. So. I don't think he's. Dropped although they his did agents. like a,
2: although they did a historically bad job the last time. Uh, I I I think he does. I think he actually has a pretty close relationship with them. If I if I read between the lines well. It's a good question. Um, his it's all gonna be has his attitude about it changed. Look, I don't know. I if I I honestly don't even have a guess for you, Bob, at what Chris Jones is gonna do this off season. Last off season we started to get hints that it was gonna go sideways way, way early. You'll you'll remember here we talked oh, about yeah. it. Like, why is he holding out a OTAs? That doesn't make a lot of sense unless this is bad. And, it, and of course, it did get bad, and it got a little bit messy. But as you saw at the Super Bowl, water under the bridge. So, like, I, I don't know. I I Honestly, I can't even guess if he would take a team-friendly deal, if he wants to get the deal he couldn't get last year, that he's absolutely just in flat position. Now he can just get any deal he wants. I, I don't know the answer to that. I do suspect that it ain't going to come from the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't going to give him that deal. They won't. So no. that will be the question. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Bob. Thank you for the call to the KFH Hotline, which, by the way, is always available to you, 869-1240. Yeah, it, it's not the, – the Chiefs. if the Chiefs weren't going to give Chris Jones that deal last year, they're not giving him that deal this year. He was He was not as good last year, and he was awesome in the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. But over the season, which is which is kind of hard to believe, Tommy, because the defense was so good. I I don't think I think that was one of his definitely not one of his best seasons. Uh, you know, I think that's a big reason they struggled against the run to some degree. But we'll see. I hope he comes back. He's one of my favorite players. He really is. Like I really hope he comes back. It's going to be hard to not imagine him in a Chiefs uniform. But it's out of the Chiefs' control to some degree.
0: Yeah, he was really good in the fourth quarter of games this year.
2: Oh man, early yeah, in yep, games yep, yep, he was not, point. and
0: that that was kind of where. The issue lied with him. Yeah, but I mean, he was able to turn it up at, you know, at the end of the game. Uh, I think that his value, honestly, has dropped some this offseason. Sure. Of course uh, it has. It absolutely it, I think it's going to depend upon what his priority is moving forward. Does he want to try to make more money? And I don't know exactly if he's going to be able to get a whole lot more on the open market. Or is he going to want to come back and you know do, do what he does for Kansas City?
2: I think he will be able to get more somewhere else than he will ultimately get if he stays in Kansas City. If he stays in Kansas City, it'll be because he made the decision to do what Travis Kelsey has done, basically. He loves it too much, and who cares at this point? Uh, 869-1240 is that KFH hotline. Tria Slotta coming up at the top of the hour. More Sports Daily right after this. 97.5 and
1: 1240 KFH.
2: As we get closer to March and continue to talk more college basketball, Jayhawks, Wildcats, Shockers, fans can find exactly the content they want on the free Odyssey app. Download the app, search for KFH, choose your favorite show. Uh, For example, Sports Daily. Just browse episodes for any of the content you want. You can find that right there on the Odyssey app. Coming up. On the network today, we've got Butler Basketball at Dodge City on KFH or on the Odyssey app. That's at 7.15. Bob and Jeff here locally from 2 to 4. You can always find all our great programming right there on the Odyssey app. Just search for what you need. On this show, Jad always puts that out. It's like a podcast for you. It's a really cool way uh, to take in this show uh, for us. We're beginning to get some of the, th- uh, the images of people waiting uh, for – for the parade, I just retweeted one, Jad. It's it's a guy with a he he calls it his champ stamp, and it's Patrick <laughs> Mahomes uh, right above his tailbone. If yeah. you know what that's a play on, I don't yeah. know if I'm allowed to say that on on here, so I, I'll keep it to champ stamp. Might as well, uh, which is the best thing, best thing I've seen so far from the parade. I'm I, I mean that is just that's next level. That is next level stuff right there. You parade guy, Jad. How do you how do you feel about all these? these parade type things? I'm not someone who would watch something like that on television, probably. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's kind of like I catch a lot of sports just because of the hours I have to work. I catch a lot of sports on replay. And so even events like this, I would almost rather watch like a newscast about it or, you know, some highlights from it. If, uh, if there are. Yeah. And, And, there are going to be highlights from this. I, I guarantee last year, last year was the epic year of, uh, just how, how hammered some of the players were, which was like, if you remember back to Tom Brady's, that was good too. Um, we're getting some of the new heights. Okay. So I'm seeing new heights clips coming out here, Jad. which by the way, that's another one you can find on the Odyssey app. So I'm seeing Kelsey and I'm going to just, I'm seeing this for the first time. Uh, they're talking about the, the bump between Kelsey and coach Reed. And it looks like Jason's <laughs> it looks like Jason's given him uh, uh, a little bit of grief for the way he handled that. Huh. And, and, and Travis is, is regretting it. Um, he, it, it look, he, here's the thing with that situation. Cause I don't know that we've talked about it yet. Maybe we have like those, those two guys are, I use this term endearingly when I use it. I mean that genuinely like they're just a bunch of meatheads, right? Andy Reid was an old meathead. Travis Kelsey in a good way, right? That just like old school football, aggressive, like slam your helmet together. Like Andy Reid a million times has grabbed Travis Kelsey when he's trying to like fire him up or get in his face or redirect him. Like that's how they communicate this situation had a bunch of cameras on it. And and Andy Reid, I think, flat just didn't see him. So when he got bumped, he's old. He almost fell over. Yeah. Like, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary for those two guys. Uh, but that New Heights will be... I didn't realize they were going to do one uh, before the parade or anything like that. So that will be as good a one, probably, as we'll find. And that is also something, uh, correct, Jad, that people can find just easily on the Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just... Uh... You know, go to the Odyssey app honestly just type in the search uh search there on Odyssey for Chiefs and it's one of the I believe there's like oh got gotcha. two or three pages but it's on the first page it's right there it's uh <laughs> uh it, I it's that that clip I'm reading this the subtitles on it it's gonna be good yeah uh, it, it'll be just right I think I I have only listened to that one time I don't remember it was when I was driving to Dallas and Like, what's so interesting is, like, production quality on stuff like that is not ever very good. For me and my brain and what I've done for a living, that's always difficult for me to swallow. But, you know, for the consumers, they don't care. Those conversations are interesting. And it was good. It was good. You know, it was good talk that doesn't always work for me. Like, sometimes podcasts to me are just like an unorganized word vomit, right? Like, it's just... It, like four hours, of, but when they're done right, they're really good, and that one I do think is done right, and I think it's because they're just such an interesting story. Yeah. Um. You know, I I, I, I really do think that's a good one and worth your time if you want to jump on the Odyssey app and check it out. Um. We've got, coming up in the next hour, Shri Aslata. will stop by at the top of the hour uh, to chat some KU hoops. Uh, after that, we'll also give away some HTO. We have a lot coming for you in hour number two here on Sports Daily. Uh, Jad and I will be with you for most of it. Tommy will try to rejoin us. He had to step out for just a minute. Uh, but either way, we're going to have Shriya Salata at the top of the hour. we got to get to the bottom of this KU thing and figure out what in the world they can do to salvage it. We'll do that next on Sports Daily.